everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Paper Bag Club Podcast. I'm Richard Knox, and with me always is my wonderful, awesome, great friend, Alliance Stone. Hey, yo. How are y'all doing today? Great. I was just, <laughs> let's just wait for them to respond. <laughs> uh, so today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about what life will be like, what we believe life will be like after COVID-19. Yes. A question I never thought I'd have to ask myself. Yeah, well, we kind of touched on this subject before about what is life like right now during it. But, you know, we've had a lot of conversations with ourselves and uh, um, people we know and acquaintances about uh, what things are going to be like once we get past this pandemic. And it, it raised a lot of well, a lot of critical thinking yeah. in, in myself of how things were going to be like. Yes, agreed. Uh, I, I know, first and foremost, I hope it ends sooner than later. Tomorrow. Um, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> I know there's a lot of places who are actually, like, thinking, if not entirely opening up, like, parts of the city and stuff. And, you know, there, there's controversy over that. People want to get back to their lives. But also... Especially where, to, like, near where we are, at least. Yeah, because there's know. already nothing to do here. <laughs> so when you shut down everything that you can do, you know, it's, it's complete misery. And uh, it's not fun. Yeah. For um, those of you that don't know, we actually live maybe 40 minutes away from Georgia itself. And their governor is the one that's uh, trying to reopen just about everything mm-hmm. uh, and fairly quickly as well. A lot, yeah. He's gotten a lot of backlash from, uh, I think, both sides of the spectrum, um, yeah, no matter exactly. like political allegiance. There's still a lot of people I've been seeing uh, protests all throughout the country of people saying, you know, land of the free. I can do whatever I want. And I think... Um, then not to ever be polarizing one. I think that's reckless uh, for someone like me. I don't I don't really have grandparents like blood grandparents mm-hmm. that are alive to, to really worry about. Um, I do have a special woman in my life uh, who I call Nana and uh, she is Brandon's uh, grandmother. And, you know, uh, when I think about it that way, I'd, I would rather be safe. So, you know, if people want to go out and do whatever they want, I'm not going to be you know, trying to do as much as I can because the threat is still very real. Yeah. Um, both my grandmas are both alive um, and doing well, as far as I know, hopefully. Um, and, you know, a lot of these things are just, it's just, it's new. It's, it's you know, unprecedented, unprecedented and uh, very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely am hoping that it ends sooner than later. Uh, one, so we can get back to our personal lives, but also so people stop dying because that ain't good. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think like people around our age, too, where we're, we're the group that's like less the, the least mm-hmm. susceptible f- to like really have yeah. something life threatening like COVID uh, affect us in that way. You know, it, you got to think of others because you're not just a, you're not just affecting yourself. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I mean, I'm not susceptible. I'm not going to die from this. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out and do my normal life. But if you're like a carrier of it and then you go somewhere and I don't know, so through some means or another, you 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 uh, carry it or whatever the word is to, you know, someone who is susceptible, you're technically killing them in a way. I saw this post on Facebook. I forget from who, but they're like anyone who is, you know, disregarding the quarantine or these, you know, social distancing um, methods or whatever uh, and, and are near like a susceptible group of people should be charged for murder. Like straight up. I was like, wow, that's, you know, you, you just don't think about stuff like that. If There's extremes in both sides. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like, like you murder is kind of hard because you can accidentally give it to somebody. And, yeah. You know. So it's just, you know, stay safe. 
stay home until it's over. Unlike um, we're doing, obviously we're not practicing uh, social distancing, but yeah. I literally see Elias every day of my life. So yeah. even if we weren't social distancing in our podcast life, <laughs> uh, our work life and our social life, yeah. we would have already been done for. Yeah. So um, I guess let's go ahead and hit the question of the week. Yeah. Uh, what's the first thing you're going to want to do as soon as things get back to normal? For those of you want listening, I just did air quotes. Normal. Normal. The, the new normal, I guess, right? That new new. Yeah. Well, what would be the first thing you want to do? Um, my One of the first things I'm thinking is movies. Yes, you can watch movies in your house, but uh, I, I really want. I was really looking forward to seeing um, Black Widow in theaters, mm-hmm. which was originally supposed to come out May first, two days before my birthday. Every year, my birthday movie consists of a Marvel film, and that's been the way ever since you know Iron Man in two thousand eight. Um, but they actually had to push it back to I believe November sixth was the date. Wow, that's a big pushback. Too, yeah, though. so that's going to really suck, and you know it's going to really push back the whole Marvel franchise, which I'm a huge fan of, and you know I, I've come become accustomed to. Um, you know, May releases, sometimes they'll do like November or March releases and their big summer hits in the middle. So that's going to be weird. Um, yeah, I, I really took for granted like the cinema, the cinema experience. Yeah. Um, I love going to the movies and there was a long period of time where I didn't really ever have anyone to go with. So I didn't go. And then once, you know, I started, you know, getting my group of friends a little bit bigger again and, you know, uh, meeting people to go with. Um, it was a wonderful experience. When we were in Miami, mm-hmm. we went and saw uh, Far From Home. Far From Home in theaters. The in a very nice theater. It yeah, was, what, was like really three stories one. tall? Yeah. It was, was crazy. crazy. It was like a, I don't know, I don't even, I wanted to it say it was, was like a regal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, it may have been. But yeah, but it was far from the hotel. I was like, one more block, one <laughs> you, more block, we did one more block. From, oh, the, from the resort <laughs> there. And, uh, you know, it, the walk back was great, too. Yeah, because we were talking about the movie. Yeah, we're talking about the movie, the whole the whole way we're walking. And it really wasn't that long of a walk. Maybe like a 20 minute walk but yeah. when you're but, expecting a two minute walk it's long yeah it's right down the street <laughs> um and you know that was a great experience too so mm-hmm. uh that that's a good one to to, to say something you're yeah really i mean definitely other things but that that's one of my favorite or you know top top list what about you uh so uh, funny enough i was just talking to brandon about this and how bad i really want to go to savannah Mm -hmm. And that's another thing I took for granted. Like we live about 45 minutes away from uh, the city of Savannah. And for us, it was, it's just like a normal thing. It's almost like living there. Um, that's just like, Oh, it's just Savannah. Like I've been there a thousand times, but now not being able to go there and just go to the exact same shops I would go to Mm -hmm. every single time, you know, and just look around or the restaurants there too. flying monk noodle bar. One of my favorite restaurants there. Zunzi's another one of my favorite restaurants there. You know, it's just not worth the trip now to not be able to enjoy it the way I did before. So I'm just really excited about just, like I said, going back mm-hmm. to normal and just being able to go to Savannah whenever I wanted. Yeah, definitely. Another thing I'm looking forward to is uh, dining in at a mm-hmm. restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of restaurants who have actually ha- had to close their doors, some temporarily and some, unfortunately, uh, f- for longer than temporary, you know, permanently. <laughs> I guess that's the next step, uh, which tech. sucks, right? It said, we're taking an extended hiatus for about three years. Um, you know, I'm not a small business owner myself, but I, I can only imagine um, the, the the stress that they might be under in this moment, especially if you have to give up your business. Like I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not looking forward to it, obviously, but, but like there's a lot of restaurants here that I, I frequent often. And I mean, they're closed now. And I mean, maybe I just don't understand the, the you know, the small business owner aspect of it all. But I don't know how they're going to come back after this. You know? Yeah, I think um, we work for a small business owner and. Um, 
we are we're trying to do everything in our power to make sure that we're generating sales and we're and we're making sure that the doors stay open. So in my head, I'm you know when I'm thinking about you know how we're doing in this state, I'm like, how can you not try to do anything, everything possible? And then it's just me not knowing they, these people most likely are doing it. And you know, obviously, where we are isn't affected as bad as some cities like L.A. Yeah, or New where York. There's a curfew, or New yeah, York, where yeah. they're just you literally can't do anything. You know, there's still very much other than being able to sit down in a restaurant. Most of everything's still open, and you could still go out and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in my head, I'm like, how can you not just go there and think how how can I bring the service to them to keep the business alive? Did you just roll over and just I'm done? Yeah. But it, it would be preposterous to think that these people who have their livelihood on the line would do that. Yeah. So it's definitely uh you know not a great topic. Um, definitely. But I, I am looking forward to dining in at a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the past, you know, I, unless it's like a special occasion, I'm not a huge, like, I'd rather just take it a go and go home. But now that it's like the only option, I kind of want to sit down and enjoy a meal and stuff, you know? Um, and, and again, you know, a lot of these places are, are probably closed for good, which is, you know, it sucks. Um, but I, I guess in serendipity aspect of it, I'll, I'll find a new restaurant. Yeah, I wish frequent. I would have got into um, investing before all this happened. <laughs> right? Lysol, Clorox. <laughs> Toilet paper. DoorDash. Oh, yeah. DoorDash. DoorDash. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, and so. I told myself after this, I'm never ordering DoorDash again. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's, it's a so lot. Everything's marked up, and I would be spending $25 at a restaurant. I'm leaving, spending 40 <laughs> and I'm like... Or 45. I'm yeah. like, how did this happen? Yeah, it adds up quick. So, I mean, that, that's the luxury of not leaving your house. Mm-hmm. So, no, you don't need a large <laughs> anything. It might as well. Um, um, yeah, I know. Like, I, again, like the, like you said earlier, I'll, I'll bring it back. Uh, I, live, I live in an apartment complex right now, and they have a pool. Anytime I've lived, like, in California, that had a beach. And as soon as I move away, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had a beach to go to. And I think about it, I'm like, man, I never went to the beach or the pool. Mm, No, I'm an aquatic creature, okay? (laughs) I had this conversation (laughs) with a staff member the other day. I was like, I hate that it is spring break and I cannot go to the beach. Mm -hmm. I hate that I cannot go to a pool. I hate that I don't have a pool, right? That was was one of the worst things about moving from an apartment complex to the house I'm in (laughs) now was the amenities. I love... The water. I love the pool. I could swim in a pool all day long. I, my eyes would hurt. They're all red and fuzzy, and I would. I it's don't like a couple care. eye drops. I'm back. I'm back. I'm yes. Back. I I'm so sad that I cannot go and do this. Yeah, and that got me thinking too. Um, it it's crazy that it took this long for this virus to hit. I mean, if you think about it, just like everyday normal things. Now, after the you know COVID nineteen you know pandemic, I am looking at everything differently. Like, can you even imagine going to a water park right now? I can't imagine like, going to any ooh, park right yeah, now. I right. saw a video of a whole bunch of families in a neighborhood going to the park. The police were called, and the police were like, "Hey, you have to leave." And they're like, "This is a public area. Like, are you going to arrest me? Like, what Damn, are you really? going to do? Because our kids are stuck inside at home. Why won't you let them play at a park?" And for me, those guys are just doing their job. You know, um, they're, they're bad apples in any bushel. Okay. But to just go out and they're like, Hey, for the public's safety and you guys are going to give these people this hard time. Mm-hmm. And the biggest argument in the video I saw was, uh, they're like, Oh, you work for me. I pay taxes <laughs> for people who don't know, uh, people who work for like the County for first responders, they also pay taxes. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> they also pay taxes as well. Right. Um, but it's crazy. This is going to change 
the 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 face of reality for us once this is mm-hmm. over because there's things that you're not going to go back for us being in the food and beverage industry there's things we started doing curbside for everybody where you know curbside wasn't really big for us we have a big uh heavily populated military um population <laughs> And yeah, presence here. So uh, Marines can't come in or into a building in their fatigues, I believe. So um, we'll if they'll call, we'll have no problem bringing it out to them. But now anybody, everybody, you could be an Uber driver. You could be a a DoorDash driver. If you don't want to come in, you call us. We'll bring it out. That's probably not going to change. There's there's things that we put into place that now we've conditioned our guests to do it. People are going to be scared to go out. Yeah. Once we're allowed to, people are going to be so nervous that. It's not like where they're going to say, hey, everyone's allowed out because there's zero coronavirus anywhere or how it will be in any pandemic, yeah. like when the Spanish flu happened. Um, you know, uh, there's just no way people are going to be hesitant if they see something even minuscule that is wrong or doesn't look right. They're going to be yeah. triggered. They're going to be yeah. like, oh, no, like this is bad. And, um, you know, so it's definitely something being in the industry that we're in thinking of. We're not going to be able to stop doing all the new things that we brought in to help combat this pandemic because no one's going to feel comfortable. Yeah, I think uh, comfortable and feeling safe is going to be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, just so you know, for everyone in food and beverage, if you want to run a restaurant, you normally have to have a certificate with uh, Surfsafe Safe um, because if you don't cook things right, you could kill somebody. So for everyone who doesn't think food and beverage is essential and it's not a big deal and anyone can do it, we could kill you if we did not make this right. Okay? Yeah. Um, I- Add a pandemic into it, everything's off the table. Yeah, this is just uh, the purge through food service. <laughs> You're taking a gamble today. We're going to see. Um, now, I did take the liberty of looking up some uh, statistics. I'm a numbers guy myself. So um, hearing these numbers, you know, get, again, gave me a different perspective into <laughs> kind of what we're dealing with. So um, real quick, the COVID-19 statistics for the Beaufort County area, uh, we have 236 cases of com- or confirmed cases, uh, nine deaths, and uh, they haven't reported on the recoveries for it. Um, I'm not sure why that is exactly. Either they just don't have a number yet or they don't want to release it for some reason. I don't know. That's just what the website yeah. I found was. Um, for South Carolina, uh, what's that number say? Uh, 5,070. 5,070 confirmed cases with 157 confirmed deaths. And again, South Carolina is not reporting the uh, recoveries. Um, but the next two do have recovered numbers. Can you read the next two? Just yep. I can't So see in the United States of America, whoop, whoop, America, baby, uh, we got, maybe that was not a good thing to <laughs> put in with all maybe. this. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. America, we got high numbers. No, this is bad. Uh, it's 953,000 cases. 102,000 have recovered. Yeah. And there are 53,625 deaths. Yeah. That is in the country of the United States of mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Now, globally, that's the whole world mm-hmm. uh, for all you flat earthers out there. Global circular. Uh, <laughs> we have 2.87 million cases, 812,000 uh, recovered and uh, 201,000 deaths, which yeah. is a lot. So yeah, when people not, think that this little. isn't serious and, and you know, there's other things, you know, that I think about with this too. And obviously it's not on, on the same level because I know a lot of news stations are calling it the novel uh, coronavirus or COVID-19. Because there was some in the past, right? Yeah, well, novel yeah. being like new, yeah. So if you look at like a container of like uh, Lysol wipes, the first thing it says it kills on there. And this is, I, I saw this <laughs> yeah, literally as soon me. as this started, it said it kills human coronavirus. And I said, <laughs> how, did, how, did, you how know? did you know this was going to be a thing to already have it on all your <laughs> bottles? 
right. of, of wipes uh, because it's been around. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is just like a newer version of it. And uh, there's not really, uh, I don't think, like a vaccine for it yet. You know, yeah, people so. just, you know, they build up the immunity. It gets in your system. You recover from it. I think naturally. Um, obviously, when you go to the doctor, they're going to give you things that are going to help you uh, physically in, inside your body to make you recover quicker, be more at ease. Um, but I don't, I don't believe there's a vaccine for it. Unlike the flu when people are like, Oh, well the flu kills this many people. Why, yeah. how, how come we haven't, you know, shut down everything because the flu is around. And, uh, that's because you have the option to get a shot. Got them. All you anti-vaxxers out there. <laughs> if we receive a lot of hate from this, I'll be surprised. Cause I'm like, wow, <laughs> this many people watch this, right? Go watch it. You haters, <laughs> haters going to make us famous. Um, right. so this is serious. When we're thinking of two, two, almost 3 million cases mm-hmm. in the United States, you're thinking, oh, well, there's billions and billions of people in the world. That That's it's also true. But do, have you ever counted to 3 million? Do you know 200,000 people? Have you ever seen 3 million of anything? So I think the Madison Square Garden holds 30,000 people. And, and, you know, artists. That's a big and, deal when you, yeah, when you. That's like that top tier. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. you know, it, it is. It, it's, it's not a joke. Serious. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I know I'm ready for it to be over with. Yeah. And yeah. It's all, just all you can do. It's, it's just a waiting game right now. Yeah. Um, just to be able to go out. I just don't want to go out and be seeing people wearing face masks. Yeah. This that's feels like China. Too. Like, I mean, like how I always envisioned China before all this happened. Mm-hmm. Like you'd always see pictures of people in China. They always had face masks. And one, I always assumed it was because of like the air pollution, yeah. you know, yeah. or the smog in, in the air. Um, that people are just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to breathe that in or why would I want to bring that in? I know right. it's really bad in like areas like Mexico city too, which is even just as far as way or in India, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these reporting of people haven't been out and the pollution has cleared so much. You can actually see this. And I'm like, wow, could you imagine being like, I had no idea there was a mountain there. Right. Yeah. No, I, I cannot. I, I cannot. Um, something else I was talking to Marley about the other day, I said, can you imagine all like the content that's going to come from the coronavirus? Mm. Like just imagine like conspiracy theories or like films. Oh, they're already here. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to cover up the 5G towers. Oh yeah. And 5G is like spreading coronavirus and stuff. So like, yeah, that's uh, the craziest one I heard. Right. So like conspiracy theories, movies, like the first thing that popped in my head is like a movie about like a bank heist that happened during the coronavirus or something. Just crazy. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, well, no one was going to the bank, so they had the time and the energy. They weren't working. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's, it's a very weird time, and I, I really hope we get back to a, at least a similar normal. Because, like you said, with this, the whole Savannah thing, um, I, I remember we we had huge plans. I, I'd say huge plans in terms of our um I think they were big. Group. Yeah, big plans for... Um, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Because it's like one of the biggest festivals yeah, in the, in the for, world. For yeah, for those that. who don't know, yeah. Um, Savannah has mm-hmm. one of the, uh, yeah, if if not the biggest in the United States, the second biggest, which yeah, I think there. Boston might have the biggest one. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Savannah just kind of like latched onto it. said, you know, yeah. this is ours. <laughs> yeah. So, it's huge. And, you know, I think they've only ever canceled the, the festival one other time. And do you remember what that was for? Or um, I don't remember. I want to say I like. hear that. That it was canceled mm-hmm. only once before. I want to say like nine eleven or something, but also that's not the same time, so maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. that's definitely not the same time. Those are very yeah. Far it, apart. it was it was something like they they shut yeah, down for some particular reason, but only one other time. Maybe someone got um, assassinated. Maybe someone died, we'll have to look maybe. it up. Yeah. Um, but only they've ever only shut the festival down like one other time in history in like the. 
50 years they've been doing it? Well, don't or ask they, me that question. Yeah, yeah. okay. So a long Where's time, our guy behind right, the camera with his right. laptop? Uh, but they, yeah, they, they've never, um, you know, shut it down until, again, this is the second time they've ever had to do that, which was crazy. And we have plans to go out and, you know, do stuff and go places and try things. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, that was the really first hit that, like, wow, this is serious. And um, that, that was back in, was that February or March? Uh, well, February, March, it's March, at the beginning 18th. of March, uh, St. Patrick's 14th? Day is. I don't know the day. But everything was weird at that time. Like, we didn't know if it was going to mm-hmm. be canceled mm-hmm. yet. We know things were getting canceled left and right, but yeah. uh, it ended up getting canceled and it was really yeah. sad. And we actually had a couple conventions I think we were trying to plan as yeah. well. And, I think we were actually um, supposed to be at one this weekend. Yeah. Maybe the, next weekend, mm-hmm. one or the other. And we have not been able to go to those. So that was really sad as well because mm-hmm. one of them was uh, one that we actually went to last year yeah. in Super Miami. Con. I was super excited. This would have been my third year in a row going to Supercon. And I actually think they're still doing it. They just pushed back the date yeah, so, onto the 4th of July weekend like it was last year. I think mm-hmm. they changed the date to be earlier this year, but then this happened. So I think they might have pushed it back in hopes um, that they can get it done. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things where we had tried to make these plans and, you know, everything's just in the air right now. Yeah. We have no idea what, what and when we're going to be able to do anything. So it's sad. True. Uh, but... Try to look on the broad side. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're me and uh, Elias are still working. You know, which is great. There's a ton of people out there who haven't been able to um, go to work, yeah. and they're wondering what they're gonna do and how they're gonna make ends meet. And yeah, a lot of other people haven't. You know, I think it's like a. Uh, I may be, you know, again, we need that guy behind the computer. But I think this this year, due to this, we've hit like the highest number of uh, unemployment ratings, mm-hmm. like in history since like the something. Great Depression. Yeah, some you know? crazy numbers like that. So I mean. Yeah, uh, I, I know a lot of people who are like a lot of like younger people, I guess, like teenagers and stuff like high schoolers or even early college kids are like, you know, the school's canceled, everything in life's canceled. So you have nothing but free time. So, you know, uh, use your time wisely. You know, I mean, sure. At first, if you want to relax and sleep in, watch Netflix, whatever, um, I've actually been using my like downtime to like reinvest in my like own skills and stuff. Like, uh, I'll be watching YouTube tutorials on, like, Photoshop or Lightroom. Or, I mean, I actually just put out, like, a short film. Yeah, for, for which a, we're going to uh, film that underneath because it, it was really good. Yeah, I, I was really happy with mm-hmm. it. You know, I, I've been doing photography for, like, a year. And um, this guy I've been following, uh, he put out a film contest. And I was like, okay, well, I've never done that. But I want to practice and, you know, learn something you new. You got to start somewhere. And, and try it. And, you know, so I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I had, like, an 11-day um window to do it from like the time he announced it to the time it was due mm, excuse me and um i think it took me about nine days of like jotting down ideas and i i couldn't come up with one but like as soon as i, I nailed my idea then it was just a matter of uh you know, recording some stuff and going from there um uh, i also have a drone or a quadrocopter i'm not sure the exact a quadrocopter you know, yeah it's something fun a drone of some sort so i've been using some of my downtime to fly that um yeah, I got to see that as well, and he let me fly it as well, and it was it was a ton of fun. So not that we ha- do have a lot of downtime. If anything, you know, everyone's feeling that stress, and I think we've seen it with ourselves. We've seen it with the people we work with. We've seen it with our loved ones and our friends and just how it's affected everybody. So I'm ready for people just to be able to breathe. Yeah, without a mask. Without a mask. <laughs> Without a mask, because I also don't like wearing my masks out anywhere, but I do. Yeah, I wore it all day today when I was out and about doing things. I'm just like, I feel like, mm-hmm. realistically, I felt like a ninja. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I know I'm not a ninja, so I just felt like a like a like a weirdo. Got him. 
Yeah, I know one time we went downtown and you brought me a scarf as like a mask. And yeah. Well, I was dying. It was so it was hot. hot. Yeah, was it was like, like wrapped around four right. times. Like, on I'm not face. even, it's not even worth it. I'm just going to stay home, whatever, you know. So shout out uh, Amazon and FedEx drivers and mail people delivery mm-hmm. couriers because I don't want to leave my house. So shout out to y'all. <laughs> Actually, I want to say shout out to a lot of things. Everyone working the front lines, all the the county workers, the police officers, the firefighters, the the um, the EMS paramedics, all the the mailmen, mm-hmm. the male women, the the nurses, the doctors, um, everyone. Food the service, vet, food service, the vets. I know I haven't seen a lot about vets, but you know they're still working trying to make sure that your little fur babies are taken care of and risking exposure just to have you come in with their animal to make sure their animals. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for everything that y'all are doing to make sure that the country's still running and that uh, tax money is still being paid. So the government stays open. <laughs> True. Yeah. So uh shop local taxation is theft. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to be it for us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Paperback Club podcast. My name's Elias Dunn. With me, as always, is Richard Knox. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, click the bell to be notified of future videos, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play Music. And hopefully iTunes soon. <laughs> hopefully a iTunes soon. <laughs> Until uh, next time, uh, we are the Paperback Club. Stay healthy. Deuces.